Hello and welcome to the Balancing Act podcast for mums passionate about making a difference in the world. Here you can hear more about building clarity, confidence and calm from the inside out so you can create a life and a business rooted in what you want to see more of in the world. I'm your host Debbie, a coach, business mentor and a working mum myself and I'm so delighted to be here with you. Hey, 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 a very warm welcome to episode number 96 of the Balancing Act podcast. I'm very aware now every week that we're inching ever closer to episode number 100. Woohoo! So this week I am chatting about that post-launch phase of your business. Like starting a business is a big deal and when I say launch, that could be any one of a number of things. But I think that all business owners and all startup owners, all side hustlers, like we all know that there was a moment where it felt like we'd hit go. And if you get to the point where you are hitting go on something, like that might be putting your social media profile up. It might be um, pressing publish on your website. It might be starting a blog. It might like it might even just be telling somebody about it. Then you've already put in a lot of time, a lot of energy, and I would say more so a lot of mental effort and dedicated a lot of headspace to getting there. Like you have already got a lot further than many, many people will ever get. You know, how often does it come up in conversation? Like, wouldn't that be a great business idea? Like you come across something. Um, Like my husband and I were talking the other night about he had a song in his head and um he couldn't, he didn't know what it was. He had heard it on an advert, but didn't know what it was. And we were saying like, oh, wouldn't it be amazing if there was an app that you could like hum a song into and it told you it told you the um the name of that song and we couldn't find a solution for it so so apparently google does it but it didn't work for us but things like that it comes up in conversation and you think ah wouldn't that be a great business idea but as we all know having the idea is one thing but actually doing something about it is another. And so I'm really, I guess I'm laboring this point slightly to really emphasize the fact that hitting go on your business, whatever that looks like, it's a massive achievement and it's definitely one to be celebrated and like really congratulated on and like reflected on how much of a milestone that is. And it's something that's so easy to just like pass over because we we expect something really big to happen afterwards. So I remember very distinctly the the thrill of hitting go on my first ever website. Like I remember it was I could describe the scene. It was late one evening. I'd, I'd had a day at, at work. It was, this was many, many years ago. Um, and yeah, I was, I'd come home from work that, and I told, you know, it had been on my mind that, right, you know, I can't tweak this website any further. I need, like, it's ready to go out in the world. 
and I'd, the idea had been formulating, but I'd put it off and put it off. And this morning I'd woken up and told, like promised myself that I would hit publish that day. And so it was late on into the evening before I actually like made that click with my mouse. And I remember like there was literally adrenaline coursing through my veins. Like I didn't sleep that night. It was like that real, you know, oh my goodness, I felt so hyped up about it. But the problem is that when you experience such a high like that, then it's almost, it's inevitable that it's followed by a massive low. Um, and in the build-up, like we've probably been pushing ourselves to experience a lot of discomfort with this sort of intangible promise that it'll be worth it. And what I see so often and very much what I find back then was that what came afterwards was even worse than that like backlash that I had been fearful of for so long like that. Um, I think a lot of my reluctance to hit publish had been based on the, the mythical they, they judging me. And what people might say or do or uh, like what I might have to um, deal with as a consequence. And in reality, what happened, as I say, was even worse than that because that was nothing, like literally nothing happened. There was absolute tumbleweed. And I think that like my husband had seen it so many times before that he... um very kindly had a look but that was it like when I I hit go my nerves were hyped for days afterwards like I I was sort of constantly on guard constantly on the lookout I I went into the office and I almost like I was anticipating or expecting someone to come up and confront me about this website that I'd put out there or I expected to get some like unsolicited phone call or an angry email from someone but it was all of course totally unfounded and actually nothing happened. So a few days went by and I think finally my my nerves calmed down a little bit and then I started going into that, like the the obsessively logical phase. And I started investigating how I figured out if people had gone to visit the website and, um, you know, where I was ranked on Google and that sort of thing. Because, but because I hadn't told anyone about the website in advance, then of course no one had gone to visit it. And when this went on for a few weeks, it sort of slowly dawned on me that actually getting your website up at the top of a Google search rank is like it actually requires quite a bit of concerted effort. And it was a really disappointing realisation because, you know, I'd put myself through so much And to me, it seemed like that was all for nothing. And then I started wondering, like, do I really have what it takes to be a successful 
business owner, like, can I really keep putting myself through this, like, this real roller coaster of emotions for however long it takes to get things up and running? And I think when you get into that loop of thinking, like, those feelings really spill over and you start to get grumpy or irritable or snappy with people because you're there's this like real internal battle going on inside and it's like that eats up so much of your emotional capacity and so when i look back at myself from then like i really really wish that i i knew not i knew then what i know now because I recognise that I I was really thinking that like bigger and faster was better. That like what what that that's what equaled success. I sort of was in this mindset that where the I guess the validation of all the effort that I'd put into that website would be like the next day me being inundated with clients and you know lots of new people coming to find me and want to buy from me and um it was actually it was for a product-based business so um you know the, the, my sales would just like rocket through the roof but you know in reality my business was not set up to deal with that. Like that's what I was hoping for on some level, but I did not have, like there was not the backing there to support that. I think both practically, like I didn't have the practical setup for that. Um, I didn't have the time to deal with all those those orders. And my head also just was not in the the place where I was willing to then like quit my corporate job the next day in order to um like facilitate all these orders. And I wouldn't have had the the confidence or the trust in the business anyway. Um that this would that like that would have continued for the long term. So, like now, what I I have learned along the way is that in, I guess, a slightly corny one-liner, my business will expand as my nervous system expands as well. Like, I will be able to keep consistent at activities that feel good for me and don't send me off on that roller coaster. And then that's where the business success will come from. And that can be, um, I would say, like a, a slow burn process, but it's a real like continual evolution and development and growth. Whereas back then I was like, I was coming from a very forceful place of how do I make this business work at, at all costs? And so now what I do is with my clients, I really encourage everyone to start with why. Like, why do you want this business in the first place? Um, and that can, for you, on a personal why, that can look like, like, what sort of lifestyle do you want it to support? How do you want to feel about it in a daily, on a daily basis? And when we get that bit sorted, then we can move on to the how and the more strategy-based stuff. So basing 
are choosing a business model that fits the lifestyle that you want to create and fits the way that you want to feel. Because when we're able to approach it from a place where our nervous system feels regulated, so maybe we get, you know, maybe there's fluctuations and we get those like like the nervous thrills of excitement but we don't go on those massive roller coaster highs and lows um that cause that sort of hyper alert state that then when we're coming from that more regulated place that's what keeps things sustainable and keeps us going and allows us to know that like we're in it for the long run So I'd love to know how that lands with you. Drop me a a note over on Instagram at Debbie Lee Co. And let me know what your key takeaway has been from that. And if you can relate to that, 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 you know, the post-launch roller coaster, I'd be really curious what your own experience has been. And with that, have a fabulous rest of your week and I'll speak to you again next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Balancing Act podcast. If you've loved what you've heard, I would be incredibly grateful if you could rate and review the podcast so that we can spread the word to all the moms out there who want to create impact and income through a business that they love. If you're ready to kickstart your own entrepreneurial journey, head over to debbielee.co.uk forward slash start to download your free resource guide now. That's debbielee.co.uk forward slash start.